Hello and welcome to Countries for Kids, a podcast where we get to explore the world and its cultures. My name is Elijah and I'm here with my mom and my brother Sawyer. Are you ready for an adventure? And by the way, it is New Year's Eve, the day we're recording this. So happy New Year if you guys are listening to this on New Year's Eve. I sure am and happy New Year. Yes, happy New Year. Hey Elijah, what country are we talking about this week? Guatemala! The question of the week is, what is a chicken bus? Stay tuned to find out. It's just south of Mexico. We heard a couple different guesses for where the name Guatemala comes from, and they both come from Mayan words. Some say it's a Mayan name from one of the volcanoes. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it looks like Guatemala. Others say it is the land of, of, of many trees. The Mayan word is Cuatemalan. So they both sound close, but it's so hard to say which is correct. Maybe both. White people have a great misunderstanding and mispronouncing of indigenous languages in general. Guatemala has a lot of mountains and a lot of rainforests. Yeah, and it has the Pacific Ocean on the west coast and the Caribbean Sea on the east coast. Guatemala is only the size of Pennsylvania, but it has about 30 volcanoes, which is super crazy. And three of them are active. We talked in the Japan and Ecuador episodes about the Ring of Fire. That's the ring of volcanoes around the edge of the Pacific Plate and the giant tectonic plate under the Pacific Ocean. The Earth's crust is weaker where the plates meet, so the lava can come out easier. And when lava comes out of the Earth, that's called a volcano. The the most active volcano in Guatemala is Volcán de Fuego. In 2018, there was a huge, I mean humongous explosion that you could see from space. Volcanoes are not all bad. That's true. The ash that covers the earth makes the soil really rich and makes farming really productive. The ancient Mayans worshipped the volcanoes for that reason. That's why their pyramids are shaped like volcanoes. Our Patreon member Liam wants to know what kind of venomous snakes there are in Guatemala. There are nine venomous snakes there, Liam. The kinds we're about to talk about won't kill you, but they can cause you to lose fingers or toes near the bite area. The montane pit viper and the rainforest hog-nosed pit viper, slender hog-nosed pit viper, and the jumping pit viper. The snakes that can kill you are the palm pit viper, the cantile, the fertilance, the neotropical rattlesnake, and the coral snake. We have a snorrel cake in our yard. (laughs) I don't know about a snorrel cake, but we do have coral snakes in our yard. They live in a really wide range of areas, almost across the whole U.S. Not across the whole U.S., but across the South and into Central America. Another interesting animal is the Quetzal. 
The Quetzal is the national bird of Guatemala. It's mostly bright green and red with some white and turquoise too. Its tail feathers are really, really long. The Quetzal tail feathers used to be used as currency by the Mayans, and that's why the Guatemalan currency is called a Quetzal. One American dollar is is usually worth seven or eight Quetzal. We learned that when traveling in Guatemala, depending on how frugal or fancy you like to travel, you can expect to spend three hundred fifty to a thousand Quetzal. Per day on food and traveling and lawn and lodging, which is about forty-five to one hundred and thirty dollars. Lots of people rent out their rooms and their homes to travelers, which sounds like a great way to really experience the local culture. Another cool animal is the oscillating turkey. It looks like an American turkey and a peacock made a baby. Yeah, they're way prettier. So the jaguar of Guatemala has been revered by the ancient Mayans for millennia, but now they are in trouble because of habitat destruction. Ranchers who shoot them when they try to attack their livestock and poaching. You think they will be fine because they're so gold and strong, but they can't feed themselves because the humans are taking all of their prey and food. People keep encroaching on their habitat. Many times it's farmers, and the conflict between farmers and wildlife is really a problem worldwide. Speaking of farmers, about half of the population farm their own land in Guatemala. Banana, sugar, coffee, and cacao are some of the main crops that they sell to other countries. Something sent to another country is called an export. As we mentioned before, the farmland is really good in Guatemala because of the volcanic ash. Another thing you mommies might appreciate is one of their main exports is essential oils. I love our diffuser. Now the people in the country are pretty good at feeding and supporting themselves now. For a long time they couldn't. There was a civil war for a long time, like thirty-six years. That's why there were so many Guatemalan refugees in the United States during the eighties and nineties. There's still some trouble there, but it's better now. The State Department recommends avoiding certain areas due to crime, but tourist spots are on the list of safe places to visit. Even so, always make sure you know how to contact your local embassy there or in whichever country you're visiting. So we have a subscription to the Atlas Crate from KiwiCo, and we did the box about Guatemala. It was so fun, and we learned a lot. One thing Guatemala is known for is its beautiful spinning tops. We got to make one. Guatemalan kids play lots of different games besides spinning their tops. One game is called Cincos. It's a marble game, and you have to knock other and you have to knock other people's marbles out of a circle. Another game from Guatemala is Futbolito, which we know here in America as hacky sack. They also got to make muñecas quitapeñas, or worry dolls, and they take your worries away. You put them on. You tell them what's worrying you, and then you put them under your pillows when you're worried. The they are from Mayan culture, and they're representatives of one of the goddesses who created the first people out of corn. And she, if she could, she 
could probably solve anyone's problems. All right. If you remember from the beginning of the episode, the question of the week is, what is a chicken bus? The answer of it is, it's a public bus in Guatemala. They're called that because you can bring livestock on them. Guatemala buys used school buses from America and paints them in bright colors. It's a very cheap way to ride. There's no capacity limit, so there's usually a ton of people on there. Chickens, goats, people, however many can fit on. And they're usually blasting Latin pop music and driving faster than seems safe. And the driver often just slows down for people to get off without actually stopping. Can you imagine trying to get off a moving bus? Well, that's it for this week, boys. What country will we be talking about next time? Mongolia! Thanks to our Patreon member, Liam, for submitting a question about Guatemala. If you would like a chance to submit questions, get early access to episodes, and more, you can become a Patreon member, too, at patreon.com slash countriesforkids. You can also visit us at countriesforkids.world and our Facebook page, Countries for Kids. We would also love it if you would share it with your friends. And don't forget to like and subscribe so other people can find our podcast, too. Can you guys say goodbye in Mayan? You Countries for kids.